from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this special Monday edition of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro, and before we get into the show, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for leaving your reviews, rating us, and thank you for downloading the podcast, as well as following us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Without your support, there is no us, so thank you and continue supporting we have a lot of cool stuff happening here. This podcast has just been picked up by GSMC Podcast Network, so a lot of cool things are happening here. The podcast is about to be a whole nother level here. A lot of big stuff. We are now moving this podcast to be a Monday through Friday show with a lot of content talked about. We'll be talking about modern day wrestling. We'll be talking about classic wrestling. And you're going to see a little bit of the formula going forward on today's episode. So let's get into this big show. Once again, follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeloreanPod. Thank you so much, everybody. So, ladies and gentlemen... Like I said, this podcast will be moving to Monday through Friday. No longer are we just going to be on Wednesdays. No longer are we just going to be on Wednesdays and Thursdays, Fridays. We are doing this Monday through Friday. A lot of people for a long time, they wanted this podcast to talk about the current state of WWE and the current product of professional wrestling. And we are going to be bringing that to you now, along with all the nostalgic shows that you know and love us for. So, expect on this episode, we're going to be diving deep into... The current state, we're going to be talking about news from the weekend. We're going to be talking about a huge SmackDown Live from this past Friday. We're going to be talking about the debut of MLW Fusion on Vice TV. We're going to get you ready for tonight's Monday Night Raw. And we're going to be bringing back the beloved... Fight for Monday night as we go back into history and talk about WCW Nitro and Monday Night Raw. This week's episode will be on the Monday Nitro and the Monday Raw from January 29th, 1996. A lot of stuff is going down. So, let's talk about it. First of all, let's get into news from the weekend. There was a lot of news this weekend. Well, a lot of news coming out of AAA. Triple A, Mexico's number one promotion. They had a big show this weekend in Mexico. 
And it is announced that Impact Wrestling Women's Champion Deanna Perrazzo will be wrestling Lady Shanti. She is going for the AAA Women's title. We're going to see cross-promotion there between Impact Wrestling and AAA. Forbidden Door is open to all promotions. But probably even bigger, we have the announcement that Andrade will be coming to AAA and he will be challenging none other than Kenny Omega for the AAA Mega Campeon. That match right there is going to be absolutely fantastic. Andrade versus Kenny Omega is a dream match in anyone's book and is bound to be a five-star classic. Is this the matchup where Kenny Omega loses his AAA Mega Campeon? Is this the match where Andrade gains the world title? Is this the match where Kenny Omega solidifies his spot as the top guy in AAA along with Impact Wrestling and AEW? We'll see. Kenny Omega is on one hell of a run here. If he could just continue this, it could be one of the most legendary runs in wrestling history. But he has a tall task ahead of him because the red-hot free agent Andrade is making his return to Mexico. One of the biggest free agents right now and one of the most talked about athletes of all time. This is just going to be one hell of a matchup. I can't wait for this. My predictions, I say Andrade takes the belt from Kenny Omega, but we shall see. Also in the news, it is announced, well, it hasn't been officially announced, but it is all but official that Tessa Blanchard is coming to AEW along with her boyfriend, Daga. Daga is one hell of an athlete. He is... A, he, we, we've seen him in Lucha Underground. We've seen him in AAA. We've seen him in Impact Wrestling. We've seen him in MLW. Everywhere Daga has been, I've enjoyed his work. So I think that's really cool. But more importantly, not taking anything away from Daga, in my eyes, more importantly, Tessa Blanchard, who in my opinion is one of the top women athletes of today. Be that as it may, she has some backstage heat. She has some heat with some women in the industry. Some non-too-savory things are said about Tessa Blanchard. I know that she wants to redeem herself. Will AEW allow her to redeem herself? We shall see because AEW's women's division has been the weakest part of the show since it started. But as of late, it has been growing into a stronger division. Now, with, with, well, that's because of the rise of Britt Baker... The great matches by Hikaru Shida from the return of Statlander. But also the additions of Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa. The star power, the, the future star power, I'd say, of Jade Cargill. The rise of Red Velvet. But now you add to the mix someone like Tessa Blanchard who is regarded as one of the best women athletes of all time, that's going to really take that division to the next level. If it is true and Tessa Blanchard signs to AEW, AEW's women's division gets a huge boost. So that is the news from the weekend. A lot of newsworthy things went down, especially in Mexico with AAA. And also in AEW's women's division, I'm really excited about it. Now, let's talk about this past Friday... The April 30th 
edition of SmackDown Live on Fox TV. This was a great show with a legendary main event here. This show was the match. Well, this show is surrounded by the main event of Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan, world title match versus the career of Daniel Bryan. If Daniel Bryan loses this matchup, he is banned from SmackDown. If Roman Reigns loses this matchup, he loses the Universal title. This matchup... I was going to talk about the whole show, but let's just talk about this main event. The whole night built around this main event, like I said. Throughout the night, we had different stars from SmackDown, stars from Raw, and legends chiming in on their prediction. We had... Booker T saying that he thinks Roman Reigns is going to win. Nakamura thinks Roman Reigns is going to win. You got Rey Mysterio and Dominic. They they talk about being uh, father-son tag team champions, but they also predict that Daniel Bryan's going to win. Big E says Daniel Bryan's going to win. We got the rest of the New Day. Kofi Kingston thinks Roman Reigns is going to win. Xavier thinks Daniel Bryan's going to win. This is just... It's really built up all night as... A huge deal. And I love that because this matchup, it really delivered like a pay-per-view main event. We just saw a wonderful main event at WrestleMania between Daniel Bryan and Edge and Roman Reigns. And I feel like this matchup even one-upped that matchup. This matchup is very reminiscent of the Shawn Michaels-John Cena matchup from Raw years ago. Where it was right after, it was the rematch from their WrestleMania main event from WrestleMania 23. I, I just was blown away from this matchup. Roman Reigns comes out to new music. New music that really fits his heel persona. The head of the table. The tribal chief. This is new music from Roman Reigns. Daniel Bryan gets a huge ovation from the screens, I guess. <laughs> the, the the virtual fans. But Daniel Bryan really is like soaking it in. And they just went balls to the wall for nearly 40 minutes. This was a five-star classic this matchup is legendary. But at the end, after all the drama, after all the near falls, after all the emotion, after all the heart and willpower from Daniel Bryan, he has been vanquished by Roman Reigns. The Tribal Chief beats Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan is on his way out the door. He is sent packing from the Tribal Chief. After the matchup, there is a post-match beatdown by Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. This brings out Cesaro to make the save. Cesaro can't even help. He gets beat down. He is held. He's stuck in the ropes. He's held by Jey Uso and Paul Heyman. And he watches Roman Reigns hitting Daniel Bryan with the concerto. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. 
Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Man, this was just pure emotion. They're really building up Cesaro versus Roman Reigns here. I don't think Cesaro beats Roman Reigns, but I think Cesaro, this is the biggest star power that Cesaro had in WWE since he started. And this is the biggest threat to Roman Reigns' title reign if we do go with Cesaro versus Roman Reigns. But, oh my God, let's talk about Daniel Bryan here. Daniel Bryan, to this day, proved without a shadow of a doubt he is still one of the best wrestlers in the world. This was just one hell of an emotional performance by Daniel Bryan. A true first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know what this leads. They kept on emphasizing that this is a a loser leaves town match where he leaves SmackDown. Does this mean that Daniel Bryan goes to Raw? Does this mean that Daniel Bryan does the indies for a little bit? I know he said that he wants to work elsewhere while still contracted to WWE. He is technically still on the contract. I don't know, but gosh, hats off to Daniel Bryan. If this is it for DB, then what a hell of a career he had. Honestly, a little story about me. Back in the day, it was around 2007-ish. You know, I was falling out of the... I was falling out of love with the WWE product. It started becoming a little stale to me. I liked TNA at the time. But the 2007 TNA, it was a good product. I thought it was better than WWE. But it still wasn't enough to really give me like that true fandom and love for professional wrestling like I used to have. And then I came across a company called Ring of Honor. And I seen their show that they had on pay-per-view in 2007 called Driven. And this is my first experience with Ring of Honor. And it was one hell of a show. But no match I could really recall or remember besides the main event, which was Daniel Bryan, or at the time, the American Dragon Bryan Danielson, Versus Nigel McGuinness for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion from, I believe it was Philadelphia. And boy, did that match deliver. That match was one of the greatest matches I ever seen and led me to buy the next pay-per-view, which was Ring of Honor's Man Up, which had the legendary very first ladder war between Kevin Steen and El Generico and the Briscoe Brothers, but also had one hell of a matchup between Daniel Bryan and the Japanese... Monster Takashi Morishima. But the, the, the reason I'm telling you the story is Daniel Bryan basically was the reason for me falling back in love with professional wrestling. So from everything from Daniel Bryan's rise in the indies, 
to Daniel Bryan getting signed to the WWE, to Daniel Bryan's rise to the top with the Yes Movement, to his crowning moment at WrestleMania 30, to his retirement, to his return, I have been on board for all of it, and I have been a real huge Daniel Bryan fan. So I just wanted to take this time out to thank him for the amazing years of hard work, dedication, perseverance. Like, the guy is a true inspirational story. The man, he he had to retire. He was told that he cannot do this anymore, and he never gave up. He came back, and he was better than ever. So if you want to talk about inspirational stories in the WWF, or WWE, wow, WWF. We'll talk about WWF later, if you know what I mean. But WWE, then shit, you can't look past Daniel Bryan. First ballot Hall of Famer. Probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Stop sleeping on this man. Give this man his roses. Daniel Bryan. Bryan Danielson. American Dragon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing match. But the title reign of Roman Reigns cannot be overlooked. Roman Reigns right now is having such a legendary title reign. This is the best Roman Reigns I've seen in a long time. And I'm going to say that Roman Reigns is the best heel in professional wrestling. He is, in my opinion, right now, the best champion in professional wrestling. The Tribal Chief persona really took Roman Reigns to the next level. And I just want to say, I don't know who is capable of taking the title off of this man. I am excited. I don't know if this leads to a Brock Lesnar return to go against Roman Reigns, but I am excited for this. And this is the first time in a long time that I could say, you know what? Roman Reigns is the guy. But I don't want to sleep on the rest of SmackDown. SmackDown was a really good show here. We had a really, really fun opener between Bianca Belair teaming up with the Street Profits to go against the Dirty Dogs. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode and Bailey in six-person intergender matchup here. This was very fun, crazy action, really fun here, like I said. The Street Profits and Bianca Belair pick up the victory. Natty and Tamina, they got a big victory over in a non-title matchup over Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. We had a really, really good matchup that ended in the DQ, which was a shame, but a really good matchup between Biggie and Apollo for the Intercontinental Champion. These two guys have great chemistry. They had a really fun matchup. That I, I felt like the, the, the gimmick wasn't needed at WrestleMania. The Nigerian drum match was not needed. Let's just have these two go out there and wrestle. It's a shame that there was a DQ finish here, but I really enjoyed this matchup, and I think that there's great chemistry between Apollo and Big E. I really gotta say, and, and by the way, and then the rest of the night was dedicated to Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan, which went 40 minutes, so like the first hour was the rest of the match, well, the rest of the card, and then the last hour was dedicated to that classic of a matchup, which by the way, in my opinion, right now, it's match of the year. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, SmackDown April, uh, April 30th, 2021, match of the year in my opinion, so far. But, yeah, what a great SmackDown. What a great SmackDown. SmackDown right now is leaps and bounds better than Monday Night Raw. I will talk about Monday Night Raw. You know what? Like, I'm trying to talk about everything. 
I am not promising that Monday Night Raw will be uh, every day. I mean, every week fixture on this show because Raw sucks ass right now. SmackDown right now is really the show to watch. So SmackDown, in my opinion, gets a 4.5 out of 5 stars because of that amazing main event. What a hell of a show. Pay-per-view quality show. Great, great show. This week, this Saturday, this past Saturday, was the debut of MLW on uh, Vice TV. Vice TV, the home of Dark Side of the Ring, which we will be talking about this week. It will Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 returns to Vice TV this week. But yeah, so it's really cool to see MLW, a company that I've been following for a long time, get their start here on a channel that more people get. Not No shade towards BN Sports, but more people are going to be able to watch MLW on Vice TV. I wished that this was current product MLW because what we got was shows before the pandemic. We've, we've got a matchup between Davey Boy Smith Jr. and Simon Gotch in a no-rope, uh, no-holds-barred fight. This is cool and all, but why get people behind a product with the first match having a guy that's no longer with the company? Like... David Boy Smith Jr. is WWE bound. He's no longer with this company. I don't know what the product will bring in the future. I don't know if they're going to make it correlate with the other show on uh, BN Sports. I don't know if they're going to do more current stuff. But honestly, right now, it, it just... It was good. It was a great show by MLW. I just don't get why you're going backwards and showing a random old episode of MLW Fusion. But... Shouts to Court Bauer for sticking with MLW. MLW will be seen by more people now. So, really cool to see that on Vice TV. I know there is news out there, possible rumors of WWE working with MLW in the, uh, down the line. I don't know what will come out of that, but Court Bauer really took this project of MLW and really made it something that's talked about. With wrestling fans. And if you don't know what MLW is, if you haven't checked it out, if you haven't given it time, I strongly urge you to go out of your way and check out MLW because it definitely is a great show with one hell of a... Like, it's the best kept secret in wrestling, in my opinion. Great roster, great storylines, great action, wonderful champion in the Samoa Werewolf, Jacob Fatsu. Great invasion storyline with the Contra unit. You gotta check out MLW. So, make it a point... Every Saturday at noon to check out MLW Fusion. If you don't have Vice TV, then make sure you watch the current product of MLW Fusion every Wednesday at 7 o'clock on YouTube. Just go out of your way and check it out. And now, ladies and gentlemen, after a few week hiatus, we bring to you the fight for Monday night. for Monday Night is back. Welcome to the return of the Fight for Monday Night. Raw versus Nitro. We haven't had one of these bad boys since Peacock took over the WWE Network, but guess what? I found a way. And, I mean, listen. We always find a way. 
I'm not going to give my sources out there, <clears throat> Surfshark VPN, but at the end of the day, we are back. The hiatus is over. The Wrestling DeLorean Podcast will constantly be bringing you every Monday night the Fight for Monday Night. So, let's get into this week's edition of the Fight for Monday Night. If you are new to the podcast and you do not know what the Fight for Monday Night is, it is when I go back in time and I go through episodically, week by week, WCW Nitro versus WWF in the Monday Night War. So, let's get into this week's event. We are going to be talking about... Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being, I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WCW Nitro from January 29th to 1996 going up against WWF Monday Night Raw from January 29th, 1996. Let's talk about it. This episode of Monday Nitro actually opened up with a matchup between Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. How much bigger can you get? Two legends, two greats, two of the forefathers. He's starting off the show hot, WCW. And this was definitely a really good matchup. This matchup went about 18 minutes, you know. And Ric Flair actually picked up the victory. This was a good matchup. Flair picks up the victory with shenanigans, of course. Miss Elizabeth was accompanying Hulk Hogan at ringside here in this matchup. And during the matchup, Arn Anderson comes out. He gets into it with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan knocks him to the outside. He grabs Miss Elizabeth's heel off her foot, grabs it, well, throws it into the ring to Ric Flair. Ric Flair stabs Hulk Hogan in the eye with Miss Elizabeth's stiletto, and that's what picks up the victory for Ric Flair. A stabbing to the eye. Ric Flair is not above stabbing his opponent in the eye, the dirtiest player in the game. I mean, did you expect anything less from Ric Flair here? So Flair picks up the victory here. Great way to start out WCW Nitro. The star power is definitely here. Next, we get 
Ming and Barbarian, the faces of fear, going one oh oh two on two in a tag match against the legendary Road Warriors. Once again, the star power on this show is absolutely insane. It's insane. The Road Warriors, right after a Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan matchup, this matchup was smash mouth. This matchup was hard hitting. As you would expect from competitors of the likes of the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal, Mink, Barbarian. These are four of the most badasses in professional wrestling history. You would expect a hard-hitting matchup here. The Road Warriors picked up the victory. Good matchup. So far, WCW striking on all cylinders here. First two matchups really got me into this show. I gave, by the way, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, I gave that a 3 out of 5 stars. This matchup, this tag match here, I'm giving that a 3 out of 5 stars as well. So WCW started off the show hot. Let's talk about the next segment. Kevin Sullivan comes out with Hugh Morris. He's getting interviewed by me and Gene Oakland. He calls out Arn Anderson and Brian Pillman. And he says that Arn Anderson better discipline Brian Pillman. Arn Anderson says that Brian Pillman is immature. And he says that he's no longer an individual. He's a part of the Four Horsemen. It's all for the team. And he needs to stop acting like it's just about him. But... Arn Anderson also tells Kevin Sullivan to mind his freaking business. Don't don't get you know this family business. Don't don't step in family business, boy. So this leads to a big brawl between Sullivan, Hugh Morris, Arn Anderson, and Brian Pillman. The big just just a big Donnybrook. Fisticuffs. Fists are flying. You got Kevin Sullivan. He pulls off his belt. He whips Brian Pillman with a couple times with it. Just crazy, craziness going on. It gets pulled apart. Arn Anderson says that he wants the Dungeon of Doom's ass and he wants him next week. Maybe we'll get Sullivan and Hugh Morris versus Pillman and Arn Anderson next week. If so, that'll be a pretty good matchup. It is announced that the next pay-per-view in the WCW calendar will be WCW Super Brawl, February 11, 1996. When we get to that, we will dedicate this segment to that pay-per-view. Don't worry, we will bring back the pay-per-view reviews. So, next, let's talk about Sister Sherry versus Medusa. This matchup, Medusa attacks Sherry before the match really starts. Sherry picks up the quick win. Medusa continues the attack. Nothing much here. This whole show was being built up to the main event, which was the giant up against Macho Man Randy Savage for the WCW Championship match. Between every segment, they talk about this match. The start of the show, they're talking about this match. They build it up. So we finally are here. Macho Man Randy Savage comes out. The Giant comes out. We get a big brawl. And the referee calls off the match before the match even starts because of the big brawl. And this was just a giant dud. This leads to Hulk Hogan having to make the save again because Flair attacks Savage. First of all, a couple things here. One, every week, Randy Savage is getting his ass kicked and he has to be saved by Hulk Hogan. So that shows that Randy Savage is literally... Uh, he can't stand on his own. He's the world champion and he needs help. Two, how do you build up all night to this matchup and the match gets thrown out before it even starts? That was a load of crap. This was a good WCW Nitro that ended with a dud for me. And it really hurt the show, in my opinion, because I was looking forward to that matchup. How do you have Ric Flair and Hogan in the main event? And then just end the show off with such a dud. <sighs> this show gets 3 out of 5 stars. But definitely leaves a bad taste in my mouth doing that in the main event. Come on. 
So let's talk about WWF Monday Night Raw, January 29th, 1996. We're off the heels of the WWF Royal Rumble where Shawn Michaels won. We saw last week Vader attacking Commissioner Gorilla Monsoon. Let's get into this episode, big episode here. We start off the show with star power. They're they're pulling out the stops here. Usually, you know, I, I always say that WWF definitely... They like to throw in a lot of squash matches and bullshit matches, but not here. We they're, they're, they're learning. There was a bit of a learning curve since WWE started, but they're learning, you know. Stars, don't start. The show starts off with Big Daddy Cool Diesel versus the British Bulldog. This was a really good hard-hitting matchup. Smash mouth. Balls to the wall. Good matchup here. Diesel picks up the victory. He has this new attitude. We don't know if he's a heel or babyface. We don't know if he's mad at Sean for winning at the Royal Rumble or if he's supportive of Sean. Remember, these are the two dudes with attitude. So, shouts to Harley in the background. So, we we get a big victory here for Diesel. He beats the British Bulldog. After this, Bret Hart cuts a promo on Diesel. He says he wants Diesel at In Your House in a 15-foot steel cage match. He says that the hitman is... Undefeated in cage matches, and he doesn't plan on losing anytime soon. He thought that Diesel would be a great champion for WWF, but he proved that he can't. He has a piss-poor attitude, and Bret Hart's going to beat it out of him. It is announced that at In Your House, it will be Bret Hart versus Diesel in a steel cage match for the WWF World Heavyweight Champion. But... Bret Hart has to make it past next week because we have a huge main event on this show next week. It will be live on Monday Night Raw. Bret the Hitman Hart versus The Undertaker for the WWF Champion. So right there, they are showing that they are going to be giving us bigger matches here on Raw because you can't have on the other channel freaking Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan and then WWF is doing Rad Rutford or... And who and Abe Knuckleball Schwartz versus freaking Ahmed Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, come on. They, they, they're starting to pick it up. So next week, we're getting Bret Hart versus Undertaker for the World Heavyweight title in the main event. We got another Billionaire Ted skit. So I guess we're still poking fun at the competition, even though the competition's kicking our ass. But whatever. So who's its own? Weird flex, but okay. Next. We get the Body Donnas versus the Godwins. This is Phineas Godwin's debut, teaming up with Henry O. Godwin. They're managed by Hillbilly Jim, the Body Donnas, Tom Pritchard, and Chris Candido. They're managed by Sonny. This is a okay tag match, nothing special. Godwins pick up the victory. At the end, Hillbilly Jim, he square dances with Sonny. This was nothing. Like I said, it's announced that Bret Hart and Taker next week. We got a recap of Vader attacking Gorilla Monsoon, which leads to Vince McMahon in the ring. He announces the new WWF commissioner is none other than Rowdy Roddy Piper. Shouts to A&E and the Roddy Piper biography. That was a great episode. You know, Roddy Piper, a legendary wrestler here. Great that he's in this commissioner role. Brings more... Star power brings more personality, and I I just love Roddy Piper. Like, let's just... Uh, I'm, I'm over here talking in tongues here. I'm 
trying to get it out. I'm just a big Roddy Piper fan. I'm excited to see him on the show. That's all I had to fucking say. But, you know, me, I'm trying to, you know, make it all fancy and shit. But all I had to say is Roddy Piper was rowdy before Roddy was cool. You know what I mean? When when you think you know the answers, he changes the questions, right? Like, that's going to be here on Raw now. So that's cool. Because, you know, Gorilla Monsoon was dope. And God rest his soul, he was a great, great commissioner. But, I mean, I think that he didn't exuber the personality of a modern day 1996 style Raw where WCW is over here with all this cool personality. We, we need we need personality and who's going to bring more personality than the hot Rod, you know what I mean? Roddy Piper. So that's a really awesome awesome, awesome thing. We get a very first vignette a debut of Mankind. So Mick Foley Mankind will be on this show. Very, very soon. The, the roster in 96 here is really starting to shape up. I'm excited for that. Main event time. We got Shawn Michaels, Royal Rumble winner, versus Yokozuna. This was a really fun matchup. Great big man versus small man matchup. And when you go to the other channel, like I said, you're getting a a dud of a main event with the match getting thrown out. And here you're getting a pretty good matchup, you know? This was really good. Shawn Michaels picks up the victory. Like I said, great big man versus small man matchup. David versus Goliath. Shawn Michaels is on a roll. He's rolling all the way towards WrestleMania when he will be facing the World Heavyweight Champion, whoever it is at that time. I'm not stupid. I know it's Bret Hart. I know we're getting the Iron Man matchup. But if you are unaware because if you've been living under a rock, this show is for you because I act like it's real time. Shawn Michaels is on his way to WrestleMania. Camp Cornette comes out. There's a little bit of dissension between Camp Cornette. We got a pull apart between Yoko and British Bulldog and Owen Hart. Camp Cornette is then... The odds are even when Diesel comes out. He backs up Shawn Michaels. Cornette gets on the uh, microphone. He says that there's no dissension in Camp Cornette. And next week we'll get Yokozuna and British Bulldog versus Shawn Michaels and Diesel. So, think about that. Usually, these... Group, like really good Raw episodes are a few and far between, and it's very rare that you get a lot of star power on these episodes. Next week, we're getting British Bulldog and Yokozuna versus Shawn Michaels and Diesel, which is a star-studded great match, and we're getting a WWF title match between Bret Hart and Undertaker. So I'm really looking forward to next week. WCW started hot, but they ended with a dud. WWF started hot. And they kept that momentum all the way through. So this week, in my opinion, I'm giving the victory in the fight for Monday night on January 29th, 1996 to WWF Monday Night Raw. I enjoyed this episode, so I'm giving it to them. WCW might have won in the ratings, but guess what? The ratings don't matter on the fight for Monday night. The Wrestling DeLorean podcast is my podcast. Therefore, it's my opinion, not the Nielsen rating system. So, I say Monday Night Raw picks up the victory. I give it a 3.5 out of 5, which is a .5 rating higher than WCW Nitro. So, there you go. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. And make sure to check out tomorrow, the Tuesday edition of... The Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, where we will be talking about Monday Night Raw, where we'll be talking about uh, all the news in professional wrestling, where we will give you 
the rundown of what to expect on Tuesday night's NXT. And we will give you the debut edition of TNA The Asylum Years where we will go back in time and watch every episode of TNA in The Asylum Years. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday for the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast where we will be bringing you Making an Impact, Wrestling News, a recap of NXT, Thursday, where we'll be giving you a recap of AEW. We'll be talking about what to expect in the rundown of what is going on that night on Impact Wrestling. And make sure you tune in on Friday as we will be giving you a recap of what happened on Impact Wrestling. We will be talking about all the news of professional wrestling. And it is the return of This Is Extreme where we go back in time and talk all about ECW Hardcore TV. We are on the road to ECW's very second pay-per-view. We just saw an amazing Wrestlepalooza. Jerry the King Lawler invaded the ECW arena. We have a new ECW television champion in Taz. Sabu and Rob Van Dam is on Team Lawler and they took out Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer finally beat Raven. You know that there's going to be a lot to talk about on the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. And we'll be talking all about it on Friday on This Is Extreme. So make sure to tune in every day to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Where we not only give you the current product of professional wrestling and talk all about AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling, MLW, Ring of Honor, and everything in between. But we also go back in time. We jump into the Wrestling DeLorean and we go back in time and talk about everything from the Monday Night Wars to ECW to TNA on Spike to TNA in the Asylum to everything that you guys want to hear. All the nostalgia, all the current product, who's doing it like us. Make sure to tune in every single day. Thank you for all the support. We appreciate you guys. Thank you. Make sure to follow along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. That is at Wrestling DeLorean Pod on Instagram. Take care. Check you guys tomorrow. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 